to Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Ah, my whole body's killing me from all that shoveling I did this morning. How many inches? How, how many inch did you get? Uh, I got uh, 61. Of course, there's a point zero before it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got 61 inches. I could have uh, shoveled my driveway with a dustpan. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with these meteorologists. Uh, you know, I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't tell you you were going to get a ton of snow. I was telling, I was telling you less than an inch. Zero is yeah less than an inch. Well, today supposedly it's going to rain for most of the day with a high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. It's a Thunderbird Thursday. We're going to have a big fat four pack of tickets to a Saturday's game against the Belleville Senators. Sweet. Yeah, that's coming up. And also, yeah. code word Alexa. We'll give you the next uh, code word so you can win an Amazon Echo Dot. All right. Looks like this day's shaping up already. Perhaps. It's 536 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 and Sticks, the uh, the biggest makeout song of 1979 in Rock 102. Who would be making out to that song? Everybody made out to that song in 1978, 79. Everybody who was a dork. Yeah. Well, uh, you had to be there, yeah. I guess. Hey, uh, it's going to be rainy today with a high of 43. Hey, yesterday I said it was going to be sunny with a high of 43. <laughs> Look how wrong you turned out to well, be. Well, there you go. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, so here's the story on Jeremy Renner. He was trying to save his nephew when he was crushed by his massive snow grooming machine. That's according to newly released incident report from the Nevada Sheriff's Office. Police say Jeremy had just helped free his nephew's car from the snow and the vehicle started sliding sideways. Jeremy jumped out of it, but then he realized he was heading towards his nephew. Jeremy had not set the parking brake, which police think would have stopped it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Jeremy tried to jump back into the vehicle to divert or stop it. In order to get back in the cab, he had to step on one of the tracks, which pulled him under. Oh, Jesus. And that's when he got run over. While the uh, report states that Jeremy didn't set the parking brake, it also suggests mechanical issues may have been a factor because the brake light indicator inside the cab was not functioning. This is why I have opted never to trade in my car for a snow grooming machine. As great as it would be to be grooming the neighborhoods, in the uh, the winter months, yeah, not interested in driving a snow grooming machine. This was one of those things that uh, Jack Nicholson used up at the uh, up at the hotel on yes. the mountain. Right, that's that's, that, that's what it was. You know, um, the idea that it would suggest mechanical issues as well. The brake indicator light only goes on when you put the brake on. So how would you not know if the brake indicator light was not functioning properly if you didn't even apply the brake to find out? Well, I, I don't I don't have an answer for you, Steve. I, I you know, for all he knows, I mean, you know, like a bulb goes out, you, you know, fuse, it's an electrical problem. Yeah. You, I, and you can't just bring those into the snow grooming dealership that you bought it from. You can't just bring it back the next day. I say, don't, hey, listen, uh, can I at least get a loaner? Like a loner groomer? 
Yeah, like I do. Like I get the loaner too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll put you into this brand new uh, one that you would never be able to afford. Yeah, I mean we're supposed to get up to an inch of snow. Uh, yeah. You know tonight. So See if uh, you like it. School's already canceled. The uh, founder of the Razzie Awards issued an apology to 12-year-old Ryan Kiera Armstrong for nominating her for the worst actress. She played the lead in the Firestarter remake. He said her name has been removed from the ballot and going forward, actors and filmmakers under the age of 18 will not be eligible. Quote, we'll never intend to bury anyone's career. It is why our Redeemer Award was created. We all make mistakes, very much uh, us included. Since our motto is own your bad, we realize that we ourselves must also live up to that. So they're really not upset about it. They just got called out for making fun of a 12-year-old and they had to issue an apology. I think you could make the argument maybe the Razzie Awards deserve their own Razzie Award. I mean, if the kid's a bad actor, yeah, of course you should be pointing it out. Yeah, you're a horrible actress. Yeah. Why don't you just give up? I'm only 10. Margot, Nevertheless. Margot Robbie's career could have turned out much, much differently. When she was just 16 and living in her native Australia, Margot was an extra in a Hooters commercial as a customer, not even a waitress. But management saw something in her because they offered her a job. She says, uh, quote, I was like, I think this is where my career is going and I'm going to end up working at Hooters. Well, how wrong she was. She was dead wrong. Because now she's, uh, that was me, by the way. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, because uh, now uh, look at all the money she's making. No kidding. You know, I saw a sign outside the uh, the Magic Lantern the other day that uh, now you can book your Jack and Jill at the Magic Lantern. Really? Yes. Nothing sets you on the pathway to a happy marriage quite like the Magic Latrine. Are you sure it, was, it wasn't Jack your Jill? <laughs> no. Are you sure? Book your Jack and Jill party. I'm just, uh, well, hey, I mean, I guess if you're going to have a fundraiser. I guess. Strip club's the place to do it. You better get it out of your system now, son. Well, let's see. Uh, all right. Everybody's got to bring it. Bring something with you. Uh, all right. You bring the Mac salad, and then uh, you bring uh, you bring you the br- sodas. And you bring the Valtrex, yeah. just yeah. in case you yeah, pick yeah, up I was, anything. I, I was just going to say, <laughs> you bring the thing that keeps on giving to everybody here. Tina. Just in case. Yeah. Uh, Police did a welfare check on Britney Spears Tuesday night around 11 p.m., but they determined she was not in any danger. The reason they conducted the check was a little weird. Apparently, Britney deleted her Instagram account, which she's done like 50 times in the last few years, and her fans got worried and started calling the police. In recent weeks, Britney has uh, has been getting upset at a restaurant when other patrons started filming her and supposedly changing her name to River Red. Can you imagine that the cops have to be called in because your Instagram followers are worried about you? Well, uh, if you've exhibited some behaviors over the years which might warrant somebody uh, calling, I mean, it's kind of got to feel good that people care about you. It's your Instagram followers. Those people don't care about you. Yeah, but I'm sure there's a lot of Instagram followers who think that because they're a follower of Britney... They think uh, they're talk. She's talking directly to them. Listen, I wouldn't go to my Facebook friends for a for a lifeline if things got really bad in my life. You don't know that. I bet you there's a couple of guys out there that would know something about something that you would need to answer to. 
okay, but beyond those two or three guys, right? You know, I, I'm pretty sure all my uh, troubles would fall on deaf ears. Neil Patrick Harris made a cameo in the season two premiere of How I Met Your Father as Barney, his uh, How I Met Your Mother character. The showrunner said the cameo was just a tease and there's plenty more coming. Quote, by the time his appearance on our show is over, people will really feel satisfied by what they've seen. They've also uh, discussed, said they've discussed plot lines for the original characters. If you remember in the season one finale, there was a cameo from uh, Kobe Smolders who played Robin. Because uh, we're all well aware fans of the original want to know where these characters in their lives got to where they were. We do? How they, yeah, I guess so. And there's all these little Easter eggs. Oh, I love, yeah. I yeah. love Easter eggs. I do too. But not enough to go back and no. review. And uh, Kim Kardashian is going to be a voiceover in the Paw Patrol movie. No kidding. Yeah. She must have had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I used my mouth that much was when I took Ray J and scored 10 points for Hufflepuff in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. <laughs> was that a touchdown and a field goal? Yes. What was the spread on that? Uh, I don't know, but I got Hogwarts afterwards. <laughs> and Caitlin? Uh, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once took her to Vibration Station. <laughs> that salmon slip was foaming like a broken coffee maker. Mm, God, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I tried to stuff the hatchet wound with an egg timer, but it just couldn't get that slime hole squirting like it used to. like she's losing something like, <laughs> used to be like a like a broken fire hydrant yeah i bet a yeah. bunch of kids running around <laughs> in the summertime in the streets <laughs> and that's your hollywood trash on rock 102 oh yeah mass hire springfield career center is rock 102 springfield's classic rock at 6 13 and the allman brothers with bax and nagel on rock 102 it is uh, going to be rainy today with a high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Today is a Thunderbird Thursday. Your chance to win uh, tickets to see the Springfield Thunderbirds take on the Belleville Senators on Saturday. That's coming up with a whole bunch of other great stuff in that uh, prize package. So make sure you are listening for that. Sweet. Hey, uh, I'm reading this thing about this. 29-year-old New Jersey woman fraudulently posed as a high school student for several days after allegedly filing false documents, school officials and police said. The incident was announced during a New Brunswick school board meeting on Tuesday night. The woman attended New Brunswick High School for four days last week before staff uncovered the ruse, uh, New Brunswick uh, Public School Superintendent Aubrey Johnson said. Uh, during the meeting, she was barred from district property and all appropriate authorities were immediately notified. Uh, this is an unfortunate event. Mm. Uh, the New Brunswick police said uh, Hyung Shin of New Brunswick was charged on Tuesday with one count of providing a false government document with the intent to verify one's identity or age. Specifically, Ms. Shin provided a false birth certificate to the New Br- Brunswick Board of Education with the intent to enroll as a juvenile high school student. Uh, students in New Jersey are able to attend the school on a provisional basis and have 30 days to confirm their identity before they're declared Ill- ineligible to attend classes. That seems like it's th- there should be more vetting there. You know, I'm a next year will be my 40th high school reunion. Yeah, the idea of being so driven to go back to high school. Yeah. After being out there, for a while. There's a question of why she did this, because there's been no explanation from the police yet. The woman gained provisional admittance to the high school last week 
After filing the false documents, staff members discovered the deception during the vetting process. You know, the vetting process that probably should have started two weeks before you let her in the school? Yes. School officials contacted uh, students who may have encountered the fake student. Uh, we have told our students to refrain from having any further contact with her, either remotely or in person. In light of the incident, the district is going to examine its enrollment process to better look for fake documentation. Yeah. The Middlesex County prosecutors uh, said it is not currently investigating the incident. Now, is she uh, was she going back to fulfill her like GED requirements, or was she just going now, back because she was obsessed with high school? You know what? One of the uh, one of the theories. Now, this is just a theory, right? That this woman was maybe enticing young girls, uh, yeah, to be part of some sort of sex trafficking thing. But that's just a theory. That's just a theory, that's but we a, don't we don't no know proof. we don't know why. No, because you know occasionally you'll hear. Excuse me, my voice just cracked like Peter Brady. Occasionally you hear these stories about uh, you know some people who just can't stop thinking about being in high school. You know, yeah. and if you knew now, if you knew then what you know now, and then you go back and you you know, kind of like you know you relive your youth all over again. I would never want to go back and relive anything from high school. The awkwardness, the rejection, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the puberty, all terrible I don't things. Know. I can all eat, awful things. I could eat a lot, a lunch for a dollar ten. All right, maybe that's the one bright spot, but you know, there's only so many pizza burgers and tater tots a man can eat. You know what? I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't mind knowing what I know now. And having that knowledge, yeah, and then going back and like reliving, like if it was in like one of those uh, uh, fantasy movies where you where you get magically put back in high school for yes. for for a week, yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah, I, I would definitely, uh, I would tell a lot of people off. I would just start going around going, "Yep, I know what happens to you. You cheat on your third wife." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you won't go with me to the prom? Where do you see what happens yeah. to you at the you, age of 43? Yeah, they're going to write Goodyear on your ass because you got so big by the time you're only 36. You're going to have to be tethered by a by yeah. a station that's still on the ground. See, that's what I would do with that kind yeah, of, I know. That, that kind of uh, power. That would be kind of fun. But the idea of just you know, going back for the sake of going back doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Even just sitting in class. You know, I struggled just to get through like you know literature classes or you know you know algebra. I would never yeah. want to have to revisit any of that. Uh, no, I wouldn't want to have to do that either. Forty years Listen, later, no way. Well, you know, I think algebra now too. Like it's all different than when when you took it and when I took it. It's all different. It's all taught differently. Yeah, it's all taught differently, but that doesn't mean I would grasp it any right. better than I did back in the seventies and early eighties. I'm trying to think of this. You know who Arliss Howard is? <sighs> An actor. I think so. Yeah. He uh, he was in this movie. He was in Full Metal Jacket. He was he was in uh, he was he's been in a bunch of different things from, from like the 80s. Oh yeah yeah I know who he is. Now. But he was in a movie and I can't remember the name of it now. Where he played he was like a 20 something year old guy and he went to be a det- it was kind of like a like a before 21 Jump Street came out. It he was, was a like, narc. Yeah, he was a narc in the school. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I I, I kind of do. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember the name, name but of the uh, damn movie. Yeah, uh, Moneyball. No, the time traveler's wife. What a stupid movie that is. Did you see that? 
I did not, but it did all. Once the moment you say time travel, uh, I'm already I'm already well, off of it. I mean, I, to me, like that's the thing that ruined uh, Back to the Future. Uh, that whole time travel thing was stupid. No, 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 time travel can be a good plot to a movie, but the idea of this time traveler's wife thing, I'm thinking, this guy, this grown man, is going to going back in time to visit his future wife at the age of like ten, mm-hmm. and I'm like. This is creepy. That's perverse. That's disgusting. It why is. would you? Why would? Why would? Why would this be entertainment? <laughs> I don't understand that. If 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 my wife went back in time to see what I was like in high school, yeah. she never would have married me many years later. Right, because I was an obnoxious little high school kid. Absolutely, smartass, uh, disrespectful. I uh, had a chip on my shoulder. All the things you have now? Well, I mean, yeah. I'm talking about like, like tortilla chips. By the way, it, uh, it was called Plain Clothes was the name of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. And, uh, yeah, I, that, was a, that was a great movie. But it was like, you know, he, he's got to go back into high school. All the things are going to be different. Do you ever have, like, one of those uh, people in high school? You probably did. Most people did. Uh, where there was always, like, a former student that would, like, hang out after he graduated. Roger Harris. That's, yep. that's the guy? That's what it was. Yeah, we had, I'm going to say, at least three different dudes. Yeah. And they were all dudes, which I couldn't figure out. But they would all come back and hang out because they had nothing else going on. And uh, I always just thought that was just the most sad and pathetic station in life is to... To be the graduated senior coming back to hang out with underclassmen. But not just, you know, coming back to hang out. Coming back like every day. Yeah. You know, I went back to my high school, say hi to a couple of teachers and stuff like that and, you know, what have you. But, you know, it, it was like one time. It wasn't every day. No. Like after school, you're hanging out with juniors. <laughs> it's like, you know, what, what are you doing? Yeah, there was, there was that, uh, his, it was uh, Roger Harris was his name and he used to walk around and he, was, he always looked older. Like yeah. he just had that older appearance to him. He was mm-hmm. probably only about nineteen, but he looked like he was probably about thirty to us. Yeah, you know, when you're a kid like that. So I'm not sure I want to out the guys that yeah. uh, that that, uh, that were doing it in my high school. But oh, I'm I don't sure. care. This guy's probably dead by now. Probably, but I was thinking more specifically about Glenn, Ray, and Scott. <laughs> Glenn, Ray, and Scott. <laughs> yeah, three different guys. Those are just the, I'm just going to go out with their first names. All right, Glenn, Ray, and yeah. Scott. Yeah, Roger used to wear his wear his uh, cowboy boots and his uh, the chain with the attached to the wallet. Oh yeah, on yeah. his waist that held maybe two dollars in it, just in case somebody wanted to steal that from you. Right. Uh, yeah, and he used to hang around with uh, the underclassmen girls, which was very weird, very creepy. When, yeah. Once you're out of high school, that. Just yeah, gets more should, and more you creepy. You should just be getting away from that. It's 622 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. $300? $350? $300. Is that how much you're paying to get your... T- and Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, going to be rainy today with a high of 43. Uh, tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. It's uh, 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, I just mentioned the, uh, the three uh, former students that would hang out at my high school all the time. Uh uh, Ray, Scott, and Glenn, my yeah. uh, my cousin who lives in Rehoboth and listens all the time on uh, on the stream. <laughs> yeah, just texted me. 
and named them all off. Like she said, oh, yeah, I remember. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not the uh, only one to notice that one. Nobody nobody forgets people like that. <laughs> you just don't. <laughs> no, you, you don't. And only, and only one of them served a, a significant time in prison. And before you even finished that sentence before about those people in high school, I mentioned the guy because I knew exactly where you were going with that. Everybody <laughs> remembers that guy. Except we had three of them. Yeah. How about we laugh? You want to yes. laugh? All right. It's Bex and Nagel's Joke of the Day on Rock 102. That's coming in a little hot. Fields Classic Rock. Yeah, That's a little too hot. A little hot. A little hot. Hey, I got a, uh, I got a joke for you, though. Yes. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready. What's the difference between uh, avian flu and swine flu? I don't know, Steve. What's the difference between avian flu and swine flu? One requires tweetment and the other an oinkment. <laughs> you get it? Because of the birds, <laughs> tweets, and then the pig thing with the oink. Oh, that's why that's funny. You know, I heard that bird flu, that Pope Francis got the bird flu. No kidding. Yeah. No idea. Got it from one of the cardinals. No! <laughs> and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield. 6.34 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Serview Locksmith. They got a key for that, St. James Avenue in Springfield, or ServiewLocksmith.com. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Uh, traffic alert. Roadhog! A uh, portion of Route 75 is closed from Agawam over the state line into Suffield due to uh, flooding. According to Agawam, Did you just say doo-doo? Doo-too. Oh, doo-too. I thought you said doo-doo, and I was going to laugh. Well, there might be some doo-doo in the puddle. I don't know what's going on. According to Agawam Police, the closure begins at the intersection of Suffield Street and Shoemaker Lane and continues over the Connecticut state line. Suffield Police have closed the roadway from Hickory Street to the Massachusetts line and drivers are being advised to instead use Route 159. I like how Dan Brown said in his uh, forecast there, uh, well, we escaped the snow, but we got plenty of rain. Uh, you were the one supposed to tell us that we were getting all that snow. Yeah, we're kind of relying on you, Dan, to tell us uh, whether or not snow is on its way and how much. I don't know about that guy. You know, uh, schools were canceled uh, for early dismissal yesterday, in anticipation of a class three kill storm. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting at the uh, at the dining room table the other day on my laptop, just uh, minding my own business, just uh, you know doing some things, and I noticed at like ooh gee four o'clock in the afternoon, it had it had just started to uh, to drop little tiny uh, light flakes of snow, very 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 light, and I thought, huh. At four o'clock in the morning, at four o'clock in the afternoon, school would have already been out for two hours. Yeah, Isn't and yet cr- schools went home. Isn't that crazy? Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? We don't, well, need, not, we don't need to. My kids don't need to go to school. Not every day. Yeah. And today they get a two-hour uh, delay. There was some trees down apparently. They delayed school for down trees. Yeah, they delayed it. Really? Uh huh. How many trees were down? Probably a lot. I don't know. The the superintendent uh, called this morning and explained that she was in direct contact with the uh, the road crew people. Okay, you know, the people who clean up the streets, 
and uh, they said that the, there were some trees down, and they need to clear those trees before the kids go to school. And that the bus that goes pick that picks every the, kid up, the one bus, the one bus yeah. would have a hard time getting to the kids. Right. I see. Yeah. Well, that makes all the sense in the world. Well, hey, you know, we live in the we live in the hills, though, Bax. You got to remember that. There's more trees down there than there are uh, anywhere else in the area. Oh, I know, Steve. And, you know, us in the valley, you know, in the, in the deep portions of the valley, which I believe are actually below sea level. Uh, I didn't see anything down. Oh, no, I take that back. Uh, someone's uh, recycling bin was turned over. But I don't know if that was because of the weather or they just tipped it over. I, I don't really know. Maybe they just tipped it over. It could have been that. Maybe. I yeah. You know, Again, yeah, I, I didn't bother to knock on the door to find out. Firefighters in Franklin County have worked through the morning hours to put out a fire on Route 112 in Colerain. According to Colerain Firefighters Association, the town's fire department and mutual aid from nearby towns were called to put out a fire on the 300 block of Main Road. The block? You mean the entire road? The address <laughs> of 300? <laughs> Drivers are being. I believe there's only three blocks. They make it sound like it's this metro area. It's coal rain. There's nothing there. There might be a a country store or a, or some kind of trading post. You know, uh, when I go to the, uh, to Vermont, I got to drive through coal rain, and the only difference between coal rain and Mayberry RFD yeah. is that Mayberry had a whole lot more hustle and bustle. There's like nothing in coal rain. It's a beautiful town breathtaking views there ain't nothing going on over there really oh yes there's got to be something there's nothing going on you never know those little towns surprise you sometimes if there was something going on there it would in fact surprise me the uh, verdict was announced Wednesday for a Springfield police officer charged in connection to a fight outside of Nathan Bill's bar and restaurant back in 2015 Jose Diaz has waived his right to trial by jury and was found guilty of misleading investigators in the Nathan Bill's case he was acquitted in May 2022 of five felony counts, the judge citing prior no record as a decision to why Diaz was able to leave the courtroom. He'll be back in court for sentencing on Monday morning. He has no other court record. He, uh, he, he has no other record. He currently presents no flight risk, a judge, and even at the pretrial hearing where we attempted to plea, the government went with probation. That was according to his defense attorney, Jeremy Powers. Hmm. Two officers were acquitted, and two others, Daniel Billingsley and Christian Cicero, were found guilty of assault and battery charges. Both have been reinstated by the Springfield Board of Police Commissioners. Uh, yeah, I was going to say maybe that was a mistake not to have a trial. Why? Uh, just saying. You know, maybe uh, he was uh, figuring, well, they'll never, they'll, they'll never, they'll never get me. Well, but it sounds like he just made the plea deal because. Otherwise, if you had gone to trial, there might have been evidence there that would uh, lock you up for a lot longer than what you would have gotten with the plea deal. You mean the same evidence that wasn't used to convict any of the other cops? Hey, listen, man. I don't know. I don't know how that whole thing worked. I don't know. I don't know. uh, You know, first there was no evidence, and then all of a sudden, two years later, there was more evidence. Well, I'm sure it's all a very big misunderstanding. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised this hasn't been called a misunderstanding. Hey, listen, Your Honor, please. This <laughs> is just a big misunderstanding. I, yeah, I mean, it's, I I don't know how to explain how the uh, that one gentleman kept falling into the fists of my clients. Well, uh, he just happened to keep tripping uh, over 
this guy's leg that was being stuck out, uh, and turns out that leg was owned by a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. And in an effort to uh, help the man from falling, he yeah. accidentally, as yeah. he was trying to break his fall, yeah. punched him in the face and uh, rib cage yeah. repeatedly. And it could happen to anybody, yeah. Bronner. And then he dipped him in tar and threw them into a feather factory. Yes. And then he had to pluck his feathers one by one. I'm sure the court will uh, will see uh, justice. A special city council meeting was held in Greenfield Wednesday evening, nearly a week after the city's police department proposed cuts to patrols in order to accommodate budget cuts. <clears throat> Greenfield Mayor Roxanne Wedge Wedgegatner 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 was at the beginning of uh, Wednesday. Was at the meeting Wednesday night and was joined by police chief. Robert, hey! Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wedge, Wedge Gartner proposed an al <laughs> alternate plan to last week's proposal that would have eliminated patrols between 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. entirely starting on February 1st. She told the city council Wednesday night that, quote, the full staffing for the bulk of the overnight shift will begin on March 1st, adding that it will remain in place until June 30th. Uh, Greenfield Mayor Roxanne Wedge Gartner said... The agreement struck between the police collective bargaining unit changes staffing for patrol sergeants and patrol officers to two 10-hour shifts, four days on, four days off. From 3 a.m. to 7 a.m., there will be no coverage from the Greenfield Police Department. We have notified the state police to cover from 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. You want the wild, wild west. <laughs> you commit all your crimes between uh, 301 and 6.59 a.m. Yeah, that's, that's the time to yeah. do it. Wedge, Wedge Gartner says that under the uh, plan, Greenfield police have agreed to waive certain union rights around overtime and shift bidding. Isn't it ridiculous that, you know, we're making fun of this, uh, of the mayor's last name based upon Peter Griffin talking about a back scratcher? Wedge back Gartner! Back scratcher! Back scratcher. Back scratcher. Wedge Gartner. I think it's funny. When it's funny, it. but the connection is so, so loose. Uh, let's see. Well, it is 642. Uh, we do have, uh, we do have, uh, no, we don't. It's not, it's only 642. What Why do you do think I, it was? I felt like it was 742. No, 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 no. I got no. a whole hour before now hear this and when we have to give away the, uh, the code word of the day. Gotcha. Well, we're going to take a break anyway. It's uh, going to be rainy today with a high of 43, sunny tomorrow with a high of 40. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Live in concert. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 650 and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, rainy today <clears throat> with a high of 43, uh, cleaning up after that six feet of snow we just got yesterday. <laughs> you know, maybe they'll melt it all the snow away. Uh, tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40, 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, next hour, we're going to give you the uh, the code word of the day for uh, the, uh, the the code word Alexa. Yeah, chance to win an Amazon Echo Dot. When you hear the code word, all you got to do is enter it into uh, rock102.com before noon today, and uh, maybe you could be a, a big fat winner, just like uh, Jason uh, Richot of uh, Hamden won himself the Echo Dot yesterday. All he did was listen. Now he's the uh, the winner of an Echo Dot. Brought to you by Michelob Ultra, helping you to keep. Your New Year's resolution and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Are we saying that name right? Uh, they actually, in uh, parentheses. Yeah. Oh, they put the pronunciation. Richot. 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 Yes. There you go. So there you have it. Uh, there was a lady in Florida 
named uh, Casey Brazil. She went into a gas station convenience store on Monday. Right. And at some point, she starts shoplifting while she's in there. And the female clerk catches her, and there's an argument going on. And Casey makes her way to the door, and the clerk runs over to confront her. And according to the police report, Casey pushed her, then struck her with two Slim Jim beef sticks that she was stealing. Fortunately, the clerk was not injured. The police caught Casey, who admitted to the Slim Jim attack, and she was arrested and charged with simple assault and theft. I'm gonna assume these were the uh, the real long ones. Yeah, this was the uh, the mega ones. Yeah, yeah, that that's the one that could actually leave a mark on you. The ones that look like the bully sticks for the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and, they might actually be made out of the same meat. Well, and taking a look at uh, this woman's mugshot, she looks like she could handle one of those. Uh, oh, really? Or two, or four? No kidding. Yeah, I yeah. have to look her look her up. But uh, anything can become a weapon. Even a Slim Jim. You're absolutely, I mean, you could poke somebody's eye out, one of them small ones. Well, I mean, if you hit somebody with a big gulp, that becomes a weapon. Anything becomes a weapon. I mean, I would think like, uh, you know, if you were really going to hurt somebody with like a, like like uh, some sort of processed meat, like a, I don't know, like like a big summer sausage. Yeah. You know, could cause, you know, I mean, they're talking about really bludgeoning somebody. Yeah. You know, with like a like a giant kielbasa or a yeah, or, or like a, a bologna ring. Yeah, it would have to be a hard salami. It couldn't be like like a prosciutto is too soft. You definitely want to Oh, get I don't it. know about that. If you if you took a like a full-size prosciutto, yeah. You know, held oh, it by its shank. Yeah. I mean, but, you, I mean you could knock someone's head right off. But you'd have to make like a like a what do they call those things out of it? Like, well, like what? Uh what's the a mace? Like a mace, you know, and Yeah, like a, like a yeah. Thor hammer. Yeah, so you rope the prosciutto to a to the end of the rope, yeah. and you swing it around like you're a cowboy with a Prosciutto, lasso. Prosciutto is very expensive. I would probably go with like a like a like a canned ham or like a spiral slice. But I don't think I'd waste a. I don't think I'd waste a whole prosciutto to hurt somebody. I would just let all the nitrates and salt to do that on their own the slow way. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> Instead of you hitting somebody with it, you'd be like. Eat this. Yeah. And not then, no, eat it. Eat all of it. And then eat all of eat one every day for the next five years of your life. Then we'll see who's the king around here, huh? Huh? Okay, tough guy. Yeah, you'll be going for treatments and I'll be laughing myself all the way to the bank. <laughs> it's six fifty four yeah. with Bax and Nagle and Rockwood O2. Bourbon barbecue and blues on and now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes a man gets awful hungry while sitting around at a sporting event. I don't care whether you're sitting around watching your kids play soccer or going to a hockey game with tickets you won on Thunderbird Thursday. There are going to be times when your stomach starts to rumble and the body starts to get hangry. And while the Mass Mutual Center is loaded with a wide variety of possible food choices at its many conveniently located concession stands, sometimes you just want to order out. The problem is, how do you get the Uber Eats delivery guy to deliver your food to your seat in the grandstands? Good question, huh? That's what I thought, too. Last night during the college basketball matchup between the Loyola Chicago Ramblers and the Dukes of Duquesne University, were forced to pause their game in the second half when an alleged Uber, Uber Eats driver walked onto the court to deliver a bag of McDonald's to an unidentified customer. 
The game was paused with just over 16 minutes to play. Several minutes later, the delivery driver is seen walking around the concourse of the Duquesne Arena until finally finding the customer who ordered the food. Now, to the untrained eye, it would seem implausible that an Uber Eats driver would be able to get into an arena and deliver a bag full of Big Macs without purchasing a ticket to be there. However, according to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, it appears that it was, in fact, a legitimate food order that just so happened to interrupt the Division I college basketball game. Now, personally, I would have probably ordered something different, but I'm not the one to be critical of somebody else's food choices. But I'm pretty sure that nobody playing basketball at the time was waiting for their quarter pounders with cheese to show up courtside. Because when it comes to important conference uh, games and late this season, the time to order is after the game is over. On the other hand, you get a driver to deliver in the middle of a sports arena, then you can expect me to leave a mighty fine tip. You know, for the effort. But hey, never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Maybe the best deal you'll ever get on a DeWalt Max Compact Drill Impact Driver Kit. 150 bucks at Rocky's, usually 230. You're saving $80. You get the drill driver, impact driver, two batteries with chargers, and a carrying bag, all for 150. Right now at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 7.07. And Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be rainy today with a high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Code word Alexa will give away the next uh, code word for you to win an Amazon Echo Dot a little bit later on this hour. And it's also a Thunderbird Thursday. We'll give away some uh, Thunderbird tickets for a Saturday's game against Belleville. The uh, the Senators are going to be here on Saturday. And we'll give you uh, tickets to that plus a whole lot of other extra stuff too. Damn. Uh you're not uh, diabetic, right? No. You know you don't have uh you don't have any of that, right? Luckily I have not uh, developed that. And you've uh, also lost a bit of weight. I have. Over the the last year. You look like a you're, you're built like a brick crap house these yeah, days. Yeah, I'm getting it back now. Yeah, no, I know how that I know how that goes. Medications used to combat type 2 diabetes uh have exploded in popularity as rapid weight loss drugs, but people are now reporting unwanted side effects and among those side effects are facial aging and vomiting now as a guy who has struggled his entire life with weight issues that's a small price to pay to uh, to get down to uh, to say a healthy to get back bmi into a, a 34 yeah to, yeah to slip <laughs> right. into a pair of like right. size 33 pants for me would be uh, would be right. terrific almost worth the facial aging and vomiting yeah, uh, it depends on uh, how bad you want it. Yeah, I mean you, you really gotta you really gotta want it badly enough. The drugs, which include brands like Ozempic, uh, Manjaro, and Wegov and Wegovi, mm-hmm. have been trending on social media for several celebrities and influencers have been rumored to be using them to slim down. Among them, Kim Kardashian, Elon Musk, others. But many doctors worry that the popularity has resulted in more people taking them without sufficient medical supervision, which can be risky. And there's also a possibility of rare but serious side effects like thyroid cancer, pancreatitis, and kidney failure. Again, a small price to pay to look sensational. You know, um, if you just changed your diet a little bit, you might, uh, you might lose some weight. Yeah, but in this situation, uh, you don't really have to change your your diet. You just you just take the Ozempic, and all of a sudden, 
Yeah, once the vomiting uh, dies yeah. down, you're gonna be you're gonna be looking fit and trim. I did read something about that. There's there's two of these drugs. There's Ozempic and then there's this other one, Manjaro or Wigovi. I think it's Wigovi. Yeah, it's all. I mean, it's all. Yeah, yeah it's all the same class of uh, medication. So, um, what's been happening is people who actually need this for diabetes. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't able to find it because it's become such a popular weight loss drug that all these people are using it for weight loss. And apparently doctors are just kind of signing off on it like, yep, you go right ahead. Take this prescription. Thank me later. <laughs> but on the other hand, look how great you look. I know. You look fantastic. Yeah, I'm always worried about uh, you know, my weight a little bit. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, the idea of taking a pill or... Having a quick injection or 12 just to, yeah. to lose a little bit around the middle, lose that spare tire. And that diabetic who didn't get the medication, uh, you can thank them for their service, for sacrificing a toe in, well, in your I, honor. Yeah, I, I uh, yes, I. you know what? I, I respect your sacrifice uh, because, you know, you being denied that medication is only helping me. But look how look how great I'm looking. Yeah. I haven't I haven't been this thin since high since high school. You lost a limb, but I lost so much more. Now this uh, this Ozempic face, mm-hmm. uh, apparently, and you've you've seen this. Show where, me your Ozempic face. Oh oh oh. Yeah, I mean you've seen where like uh, where like people lose like a substantial amount of weight. Yeah, and all of a sudden uh, their face looks a lot older. Yeah, because because of that. Yeah, because I mean at one point their skin was. Uh, was supple and full because of all the the fluid and high fat content in their skin. Yeah, and then we lose a lot of weight. All of a sudden, their face becomes kind of like uh, like uh, like it's been raisined in the sun. Yeah, I, I guess that's what a zempic face is is uh, it looks like. It's like a face shriveling. If you're doing this right, if you're taking this stuff correctly, you look like a like one of them shrunken head people, like like one of them uh, those apple face people. That doesn't sound fun. Why would somebody want to do that to themselves? Because nobody wants to be uh, no one wants to be overweight. You know, I mean, there's serious health risks of being overweight. That comes down to one of those. Uh, what would you rather? Yeah, I know. <clears throat> would like, what you would rather... you rather do? Would you rather be thin, or would you rather have your face look twenty years older? Well, no, no, and no. vomit every no, day. No, no, no. The the choice would be: Would you rather be four hundred pounds and uh, and decent looking. Yeah. Or would you rather be uh, fit as a toothpick? Yeah. And ugly as all hell. Oh boy, you know, uh, it, I, it all depends. I mean, if I could make that choice situationally, like let's say, for example, I was going on a beach vacation, and I and I want to wear, say, uh, a, like a revealing swimsuit uh, without a shirt on. Mm-hmm. Well, then I maybe I would uh, I wouldn't mind putting my uh, my hideous face out there, yeah, because I'm built like a I'm yeah. cut like a diamond on the beach, even if my face looks like a like a like a bag of wet slop. Now, uh, speaking of diamonds, are we talking about one of them lab grown diamonds, or are we talking about the real thing? Well, Steve, as you know, you can barely tell the difference. You can't. You can't. can't, The untrained eye. No one, even even a qualified jeweler has a hard time telling the difference. I'm always uh, whenever I see an ad for like a drug on TV, and they're, you know, the FTC has made these folks uh, put all the side effects in the drug when they're advertising it. Mm -hmm. So you got 30 seconds, 
It's a, it's a sixty mostly sixty second commercials. Thirty seconds of it is explaining how this drug could change your life, and then the last thirty seconds is may cause diarrhea, may cause sudden heart stoppage, may cause you know it, it, like list all these things that you would never ever want to try to do to yourself. Yet the people on the commercial are like laughing and having a good time and blowing out birthday candles as they're talking mm-hmm. about how. You know, one of your uh, sexual organs may just fall off randomly after taking this drug. I don't remember what drug it was, but it, it came. It was one that came out to you know within like the last couple of years, where uh, you see uh, like some folks playing volleyball. You know, and they're real active, and they're you know you know bump setting and spiking. You know, and they're you know playing volleyball and having a great time. And and then the uh, the disclaimer comes up, and they said that one of the the issues about this medication is the potential. Of infection of the perineum, and mm-hmm. all the thought, all the thought of one, I got to look at what the perineum is. Then I did, and I realized, oh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to take that risk of running infection of the perineum. I still remember the guy we had. On. That's a soiled taint. Yeah, you, you, you understand don't that, want, right? Yeah, the Biffins Bridge. I get it. Yes, <laughs> the dirty Biffins Bridge. Um, <laughs> the stink walk. Uh, I got a bunch of names. For yeah, it. I know you do. Um, but uh, I was there was a point that I was going to make <laughs> with the thing we just got <laughs> after an infective by perineum. It's hard. It's hard to focus on much else. Uh, but just you know, talking about the, the, the side effects. There was a guy that we had on the show back. I don't know, fifteen years ago, when Ally, the drug Ally, came out. Oh, the the weight loss drug. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, and you know, so we're talking to the you go or you guys are talking to this guy. And one of the potential side effects yeah, is, now. is soiling yourself. Yes. Right? So his remedy for that, because it was described as AOL. AOL. Anal oil leakage. Not America Online, as everybody <laughs> thought it was. But it was AOL. You've got oil. Yeah, you've got... <laughs> anyway... Uh, go get a pail. Yeah. Uh, why, so, why, why am I thinking of Jed Clampett in the I, woods? Uh, yeah, like shooting the thing. In a, Up from the ground came, came a, a bubbling crew. Oh, how about that? Um, <laughs> so he was telling you hey, his remedy was to wear dark pants. Well, you might want to wear dark pants while you're on this drug. So you're st- you're ba- he was basically telling everybody you're guaranteed to soil yourself. <laughs> But our remedy as a multi-billion-dollar drug company yeah. is to tell you to wear dark pants. Yeah, it's it's not a way to figure out yeah. how to avoid yeah. uh, the AOL, as you as you say. But you know, just to, just any way you can conceal it. I think there was a whole uh, curb your enthusiasm show, uh, episode about leaking rectums. Yeah, right. Yeah, and he had sat down on somebody's chair. Well, if you if you remember, (laughs) if you remember, there were like a whole bunch of products that were on the market. This is at at like around the same time Mm -hmm. that were using something called Olestra or or or, Olean or whatever it was, and it was it was basically a a fat, uh, like a synthetic a synthetic fat replacement for food. It blocked fats, right, and. Time and time again, that was the number one complaint about this additive in food to the point where 
you don't see it very often because even in the best case scenario, nobody was that hungry for that product. No. Where they would be willing to risk the embarrassment of having that happen to them. I don't know. I don't know if I saw a viral video the other day. It was about two women who were, they were like twins or maybe it was a mother and daughter. I don't know, but it was on one of those like 600 pound life shows. Yeah. And there it was just this short clip of this nutritionist interviewing these two women and the girl says, uh, you know, they're like, well, how many soda, how many sodas do you drink a day? And she says, about twelve. Yeah, right. And we're and like, it immediately, like, oh my god, you know, like twelve sodas, how much sugar you're putting into your body every day? And then, uh, like, but they're diet cokes, right? <laughs> okay, <laughs> which is actually more poisonous. And the, and the lady says. Uh, Oh, diet. You're you're drinking diet soda. And she goes, well, well mom always said when I was little, uh, if you want to negate the sugar, just, you know, whatever you eat, follow it with a diet Coke. It'll, <laughs> no, it'll knock out the calories. And I'm like, that's like one of those things you tell a little kid <laughs> and it's misinformation yeah. and you grow up believing it your whole life until a nutritionist points out to you on a reality show telling you you need to lose some of that weight. <laughs> First of all, let's 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 set the parameters here. You're on a reality show, yeah. you know, focused on the fact that you're morbidly obese and overweight, right? So, you know, you going on the, on camera and saying how many diet cokes you drink, and yet you're still 900 pounds. Yeah, it basically shows like, something's not working right here. Well, yeah, but if you're eating like a little Debbie fudge round and then following it with a Diet Coke, you're not negating the calories. That's that's misinformation. No, and Diet Coke with with its artificial sweet sweeteners are actually even worse for you than the uh, the sugary ones. Well, you're putting like all those chemicals into your body, right? Yes, yeah. and the body doesn't know what the hell to do with it because it's not sugar and the, it can't process it. So See, it's it, you know it's a, it's a mess. I like that kind of stuff. The non-processable <laughs> foods. I know. To put they're, in myself. They're the kind of stuff that just you know can't be absorbed into your system. So uh, I guess I'll just stick with the uh, the Peloton and the and the weightlifting. Does the Peloton have like a like space on it for say like a bowl of chips and dip? Yes, actually it does. You could <laughs> you could put that on there. I took a ride around uh, Sweden yesterday, I think. Really? I think it was Sweden. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was some foreign country. I thought it was Scotland. It was Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, yeah Scotland. right. Scotland. Uh, beautiful, beautiful country. Did you have like a, like a platter of haggis uh, on top of the Peloton to, to motivate yourself? No, but the guy was talking about that in the, uh, in the video, the, the instructor. Haggis? Talking about uh, haggis and all the different uh, foods mm. that come out of Scotland. All the delicious foods, all the cuisine, things, all the things that are so gross they're not allowed in this country. Yeah, like haggis. Exactly. So I guess I'll stick with that instead of trying to inject myself with uh, diabetes medication. <laughs> but you're, but you look terrific. Well, all my feet are intact. It's seven twenty with Bax and Nagel and Rock One, Rock One Hundred Two Springfield's Classic Rock. It's seven twenty-seven, and Elton John with Bax and Nagel and Rock One Hundred Two. It is going to be uh, rainy today with a high of forty-three tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 40. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, if you missed any part of uh, today's show or yesterday's show or the day before that or any of the shows from last week, check out the daily podcast. It's uh, available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and rock102.com. You'll never miss another show. You can listen to it whenever you damn well feel like it. We don't even have to be in the building for you to enjoy the show. 
And uh, check out Baxi's musical podcast. This week, my uh, guest is Cat uh, Clyde, young lady from uh, from uh, Canada. Absolutely brilliant singer-songwriter. You should check out uh, her stuff uh, online. Her new record is coming out on uh, the 17th of February called Down Rounder. It's really, really good, and it'll be available. Uh, in fact, you'll be able to listen to that interview right now on rock102.com. Sweet. Yes. All right. And some good ones coming up next week, too. Yeah? Yes. Like? I don't want to say quite yet, because uh, I'm supposed to be talking to this person today or this afternoon, So it's a, but it's a pretty good one. You know who we're talking to next week? Who? I'm very excited about this. Uh, the legendary Laura Korn. Yeah. Laura Korn, the uh, the author of uh, 1,001 Nights of Great Sex. 101 Nights. 101 Nights of Great Sex. Yeah, whatever it is. It's a lot of great sex with Laura Korn. She is going into retirement. She's retiring. Yeah. Like, she's, she's just, like, we'll talk to her next week. And we will probably never, ever talk to her again because she has made uh, enough money out of this book. She has squeezed every last dime out of one you oh, know, reprinting of this book after another. She's been squeez- squeezing every last something out of something. So when I found out that she was retiring, yeah, and I, you know, I, I've, been, I've known her, I've been interviewing her for nearly 30 years. And as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking to myself, I've outlasted Laura Korn. Well, she was older than you anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I've been able to, I will outlast one of the country's foremost experts on sex. How about that? Think about that. I'm going to bring that up. No, outlasting would be you lived longer than her. Listen, you believe what you want to believe. I'm going to believe what I want to believe, and I'm going to hang my coat on that one. She's cashing all the checks from all the interviews that you helped sell for that book that she wrote, and you didn't get a dime from it. You know what? what? That's going to be the thing I'm going to bring up to her. Yeah. Where's our cut? Where's our cut? Yeah. I don't know. She she came up with the idea and made millions of... All, millions on that book. All I have is the 28th edition of this book. <laughs> it's the same book. It's the, Well, no, there's a couple things that uh, get added and taken out and kind of go, uh, really uh, go through. It. You never did it? A couple of things I read in there, but uh, I don't know. I didn't have uh, formaldehyde and rags. <laughs> you didn't have a willing yeah. partner at the right, time. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, so that's uh, that's coming up next week. It's 7.30 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, it's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. It includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. You're Again, welcome, r- Steve. Uh, what, what was that all about? Well, you thanked me. The least I could do is be you know courteous and say oh. you're welcome. Oh, you're so nice. Uh, you and that broadcast, uh, broadcasting courteousness brought you an award for that. No, I mean, it has nothing to do with uh, being a broadcaster. It's everything to do with being just a human being with some level of compassion. A uh, portion of Route 75 is closed from uh, Agawam over the state line into Suffield due to flooding. According to Agawam Police, the closure begins at the intersection of Suffield Street and Shoemaker Lane and continues over the Connecticut state line. Suffield Police have closed the roadway from Hickory Street to the Mass Line. Drivers are being uh, advised to use Route 159 instead. So much flooding over there. How it must be pretty bad. Well, for them to close a major thoroughfare like uh, Route seventy five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Traffic like, snarled up for minutes. Lake Agawam over there, huh? Like they moved one of the uh, lake, one of the Congamong lakes. Oh, it's another Congamong lake. Yeah, right. So close, you know. Close only, enough. Well, only five miles away. 
Uh, Tuesday night's winning uh, Mega Millions ticket was sold right in here in Western Massachusetts. The $31 million Mega Millions uh, quick pick ticket was sold at the Stop Stop and Shop in Belchertown. The store will receive $50,000 for the sale of that winning ticket. Those winning numbers from Tuesday night, 33, 41, 50, 62, and a Mega Ball of 20. I didn't win any of it. Uh, residents, uh, I had a, I had a friend who, uh, when it was uh, over that, you know, I don't know, it was like seven, eight hundred million or something. Yeah. He had a ticket that he posted on Facebook. It was one number off from every winning number. So oh, it was like, my it's, God, like really? the winning number was 16. He had 15 and it was like, and, and, and it was so weird that it went in that pattern. Can you imagine yeah. how pissed off you would be that close? I mean, it's not like you had like you know five of the numbers right and the Powerball was off. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't anything like that. You're one number off from every number chosen. Um, what a rip. It is a rip. Uh, the residents uh, of the town said they wish they could have been that lucky winner on Tuesday night. Everyone's wondering, who is it? Well, it's not me, said John Scalia of Belchertown. I think everybody dreams about what they would do with that money, you know. How much uh, you would uh, go to the kids and how much would go to the own, your own recreation or mm-hmm. how soon you'd leave this place. That's, <laughs> that's a good quote. Or how soon you'd leave here. Belchertown's not a bad town. Uh, there's, there's nice pockets. There are parts. Yeah. There's, are, I mean, there's, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of nice homes in, the, in that town. There's a lot of uh, undesirable people in every town. Oh, no question about it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm glad. I, I'm glad it's nice. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's nice. I'm glad somebody won. I wish it was me. We got the chance at the lottery a lot of times. People in Western Mass area feel like all the prizes go out to Boston, so it's nice to see something won here. But then I'm looking. Uh, Wednesday's ticket is the fourth largest millions jackpot to be won in Massachusetts. January 24th, that was uh, this one. The lady, or who? I don't know if it's a lady, but it's somebody in the Stop and Shop in Belchertown, right? October 16th of 2012 was the last time somebody in Massachusetts won and still had to split the jackpot with a winner in California. And then uh, before that, August of 2011, $32 million sold in Dorchester. And July 2nd of 2004, a $300 million ticket sold in Lowell. And then you have the Mavis Wanzik. But this is for this one, Mega Millions. I think she won Powerball. That was Powerball, yeah. Yeah. So it uh, depends on what. Uh, wait, did she? I thought she won the Mega Millions. Was it Mega? Millions? I thought it was the Powerball. I don't know. It's you know, it's it's one of them, and she's filthy, stinking rich. You know, I I try to imagine what it must feel like to 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 win and know, and what do you do? Like, how do you pan? I, I mean, I would I would I mean I'd be excited for a moment, but then you know, you think about like the spectrum of emotion you go through. I'd be excited. I'd be thrilled, and then I'd be scared to death. Yes. And I would think that fear would probably follow me to my grave. Always concerned about, you know, who's being nice to me simply because I have a billion dollars. Well, that's why you got to keep to yourself. Yeah, but, you know, you can only... Everybody's going to be nice to you because you have a billion dollars. You can only conceal it for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, even even if you do everything you can to like hide your identity, you know, from uh, from having to disclose it publicly. Let's say you start the LLC, you have a lawyer, you know, hold the big five yeah. uh, five foot check in front of the camera, 
and and no one knows it's you. At some point, you're going to buy something with that money. Yeah. Which draws attention to the fact you've got more money than everybody else on the street. Yeah. You know, whether it's like a suddenly it's a boat that you that's in your uh, driveway or uh, a sports car that you couldn't possibly afford before you won. Mm-hmm. You're drawing attention to yourself. Like and, and that that like that would just instill a certain level of fear. A fear that I would be willing to endure. Yeah, I'm willing to take that fear too. But I would it would still be fear. Fear you know, fear nevertheless. And then and then you'd have everybody that does know. Yeah, you know, wanting to get a handout like family and children and creditors. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, those people are, mm-hmm. you know, they just can't just can't stop, you know, holding their hands out waiting for a payday. Uh, Western Mass News does this town by town thing. Yes. They kind of put a bunch of stories together. <clears throat> well, one of these uh, from the town by town yesterday. Springfield Mayor Dominic Sarno joined the Children's Study Home today at the Miriam Webster at Merriam-Webster as the center unveiled their new brand and introduced the expansion of their mental health services on Wednesday. So, Dom uh, Dom at Merriam-Webster. Hmm. You know, if you look up the word fear in this dictionary, it's just a picture of me. <laughs> uh, yeah, they do these town-by-town things, and they're just like little blurbs. There's no other information about that story. Yeah. And then uh, the other one uh, takes us to the Paper City, where Holyoke Community College has been awarded over $1.2 million in state funds. The funds will expand their adult education programs and other communities in Hamden County. Western Mass News was told this money uh, from the Mass Department of Elementary and Secondary Education as part of a five-year $250 million allocation to 74 institutions announced last month by the outgoing Baker administration. Very good for them. That's for some of those classes that they hold in different satellite locations. Yeah. They actually do a good deal of their classes online. So you don't even have to go to Holyoke in order to get uh, your two-year degree. Yeah. Not a bad deal. No. Uh, College in pajamas. What's-her-name was hawking that years ago, and nobody caught on to it, and now everybody wants to. Everybody wants to be in pajamas in college. What was her name? The one from uh, 90210. Uh, Tori Spelling. Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty. She was college in pajamas. That's right. Back in like 2006, 2007. Now, when I was in college, I didn't have pajamas, so I usually slept in my clothes. From the night before. Well, you could be uh, college in slob-like living conditions. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and I was. Well, you invented that. No, I didn't. This college inv- pajamas thing I came out many years later. <laughs> I didn't. I, no, I was, not, uh, I was not the trailblazer on that one. Uh, appliance makers like Whirlpool and LG just can't understand. They added Wi-Fi antennas to their latest dishwashers, ovens, and refrigerators and built apps for them, and yet only 50% or fewer of their owners have connected them. So what gives? The issue, according to manufacturers quoted in a Wall Street Journal report, uh, is that customers just don't know all the things a manufacturer can do if users connect the device that spins their clothes or keeps their food cold. Things like providing manufacturers with data and insights about how customers are using their products and allowing companies to send over-the-air updates and sell relevant place replacement parts or subscription services. They're mad that people aren't using the Bluetooth and the Wi-Fi connections that they've hooked up to these machines. Here's the real problem. Subscription-based anything 
everything is a subscription. You want to know uh, if you're, uh, you know, that's how they get you. There's like, yeah. well, well, we'll give you Wi-Fi on this uh, this refrigerator, but if you want to use the features, you got to pay five ninety nine a month in order to do that. Right. So they're upset that people aren't using this. Well, I got news for you. Yeah. Most people, most reasonable people. Don't really see much of a need to connect their fridge to Wi-Fi. No. Even if it's available. It's like, well, you know, if I had a choice between a fridge that kept my food cold with plenty yeah. of space for all the food that I put in there yeah. and a fridge that had a Wi-Fi connection and a TV screen, guess which one I'm getting? The one that doesn't have the Wi-Fi connection to the TV screen. Yeah. I really only need that to keep my drinks cold. I've been uh, I've been shopping around. I've been looking because uh, I'm going to need a new fridge. Like, it's not quite yet, but yeah. you can tell that the thing is on its way out. But, you know, I'm looking at some of these. They're like $4,000. And they have, yes. it's, it's a refrigerator. Yeah, and on top of that, they want you to yeah. do to, to sign up for a subscription. Yeah, and you have this nice touch screen, so you can put all your photos on it. No, I want the magnet. I want to put a magnet on my fridge and put up something my kid made. I, I don't. I don't want to sit in front of the television to watch TV. That doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I, the the whole idea of having a, a a TV screen or touch screen on your refrigerator is a ridiculous thing to imagine. Yeah, if I'm gonna pull up a chair to the to the to the refrigerators because I'm hungry and don't want to close the door. Um, I do like, however, the you, you don't have to open the door. Did you see these? No. You push the button and it just shows you what's inside. Uh, okay. The screen on the outside has there's cameras inside the fridge. So when yeah. you push instead of you opening the fridge door, you can just push the button and it'll show you what's it's to save energy in the long run because you're not opening the refrigerator every five seconds. Right, but you do realize how wildly unnecessary that is. It's unnecessary, but it's not I'm not gonna dismiss it being it's it is a very cool feature. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's interesting, but it's but, not I mean, worth uh, me spending four thousand dollars just to have. That. I don't think it's a practical expense to spend money to see to get that when I could very easily open the door with very little effort. Yeah, just to see what I want. I know, but I'm just saying it's it's cool. It's cool, but not cool enough. Yes, but it's cool because it's in the refrigerator. No, I get it, but I want. But when I'm uh, when I'm hungry, I want something that's cool. Inside the refrigerator. Yeah, but uh, why are you going to waste the energy opening up the door when you can just push the button? Listen, the biggest waste of energy is me getting off the couch to walk to the fridge in the first ah, place. You're making the old man noise as you get up. <laughs> You've been to my house. Yes. <laughs> my, I make those noises on the way to the fridge. My my kid had like a short, uh, sore shoulder yesterday, mm -hmm. and then she gets up off the couch and she lets out one of those... She goes, ah, she goes, ah, I sound like you. <laughs> it's only going to get worse. Yeah, it's the old, it's the old man noise. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, uh, going to be rainy uh, for a good part of the day, then partial clearing with a high of 43, tomorrow sunny with a high of 39. It's 38 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, uh, yeah. Eversource wants your business to reach its sustainability. 752 and Van Halen. 
with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Going to be uh, rainy this morning, then clearing this afternoon with a high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 39. It is 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, yesterday, Jason Richot from uh, Hamden was the winner of the Amazon Echo Dot code word Alexa. We uh, gave away the code word yesterday around this time. And uh, Jason was uh, sharp enough to go to rock102.com, enter that code word before noon, and boom, he's got himself uh, an Amazon Echo Dot brought to you by Michelob Ultra, helping to keep your New Year's resolution. Today's uh, today's code word, Steve. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. The word is S-kill. Skill? I'm sorry, skill. I'm sorry, yes, it's yes, skill. It's yes, skill. That's S is in... Somebody help me remember what the uh, code word is today. K as in, uh, I have knowledge of the uh, code word. I as in, I want to win an Amazon Echo Dot. L as in, leave me alone while I go look for the Rock 102 website. L as in, leave me alone for while I look for the Rock 102 website. <sighs> Skill is the code word for today. Gotcha. Skill. All right. That's the code word. That's it. So, uh, do you want to move on then to the next thing? Yeah, yeah I'm out. I'm out. Now away. hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. I know you were still talking, but I played the music anyway. It's okay, Steve. I'm not, uh, I'm not hurt by that. Uh, you talked about this during your view from the couch during uh, la- last night's, uh, what is it? What is it? Du- du- Duquesne. Duquesne. Duquesne and Loyola, Chicago. It's Duquesne. It's Spelled Duquesne, but it is pronounced Duquesne. Did you ever have Duquesne cheese? Where you dip it into your uh, your your uh, Tostitos? No, uh, I believe it's queso. It's de queso. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyhow, uh, during this college basketball game, an Uber Eats delivery guy walked onto the court with a food order during a play. Here is the TV play-by-play announcer is running the replay. Uh, guess who it was for? We got an official's timeout. Somebody came on the floor. Uber Eats delivery or something there is carrying some McDonald's. Maybe, was he going to deliver the McDonald's to somebody on the court? That's an Uber Eats sticker. Let's see if we can see this. No, this is going to be the turnover in the there court. There he is, there, right there, there, there in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this a, guy is actually, who's he delivering it to? The ref. The, the, the ref official? said later. Give it to me later. Not it, now. It, it was not for the ref. No, it was for somebody uh, sitting in the concourse. I'm more concerned about the quality of broadcasters that they have calling this game. Well, there he is on the court with the Uber Eats. Oh, the ref says, no, don't give it to me now. <laughs> give it to me later. Forget about the oh, basketball no. game. There's Big Macs in a bag. He's the he's the kid at the top of the broadcasting class that was yeah. allowed to be in the booth. It's with possible. The other guy. It's possible that these are two Duquesne students. Yeah, I was once allowed to sit in the studio with Dick McDonough. Wow. Yeah, that's like you know, wow. nobody gets to do that. I never sat in the studio with Dick McDonough. Well, it's because you weren't special enough. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> Um, oh, don't don't kid me wrong. Yeah. Uh, I spent time in a studio with plenty of dicks in my day. Oh yeah, I'm sure you have. Uh, let's see, a woman. Uh, yeah, the, we talked about this too. An adult woman in New Jersey was caught posing as a high school student after four days of attending classes. Here is Dr. <laughs> Aubrey Johnson, the superintendent of New Brunswick Public Schools, breaking down what happened. Also, a student talking about how the woman contacted her after she was found out. Last week, I found some false documents. An adult female, posing as a student, was able to be enrolled in our high school. She attended school for four days. She was in a few classes, and then most of the time, 
in our guidance suite as we were trying to get more information from her. Last night, she contacted me at 10.56 p.m. asking how I was. As soon as I saw the message, I blocked the number and couldn't fall asleep for the next two hours. No, I wouldn't have blocked the number. I would have been like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I would have screenshotted every single exchange. Yeah, with all these all these messages these kids hang on to these days, they don't save the ones that could really be juicy <laughs> for the internet to gawk at later. Those are the only things we yeah. care about. And uh, finally, uh, our, our clip... Uh, this is what Pearl Jam supposedly sounds like to people who don't like Pearl Jam. You ready? I'm ready. That's you know, about right. I, 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 I like, I'm one of those people that, like, I never really got into the lyrics of Pearl Jam. Yeah. But, it, you know, a lot of them are earworms. You know, like, you know, Alive and and, and um, Even Flow or, sure. or whatever. All of those are like earworms. And I think there are way more people out there that have no idea what he's saying. Because I don't. <laughs> I was listening to that. What's that yellow lead better? I think yeah. was that the, where, yeah. where it's like that nice slow, like you know, uh, calming song. But I can't understand what he says. <laughs> what is he saying? Well, like, I, I mean, I know I can go look at the lyrics, but you, know, you really know. No, and I, I have no idea. But I, on the other hand, there are some songs that he sings where uh, you do understand it, and you realize, yeah. like for example, uh, Jeremy is a precocious little scamp with a little uh, little anger problem on him, his hands. Yeah, well, the boy also committed suicide. Back, I, so I know I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I don't know how anybody doesn't anybody knows what he's actually saying. Maybe we're better off not knowing. Oh, hey, it's 759 and that's now hear this with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. Hey, good morning sports fans, how the heck are you? Folks, I'm just going to come right out and say it. If you're in a desperate pinch for mathematical assistance, if you're struggling to complete simple mathematical operations, if you don't know how to figure out the most rudimentary numerical problems, I should be the very last person you should ask for help. That's because I'm a moron. I also happen to be the last person who would be critical of those who make egregious errors in fundamental calculations. I'm simply not your guy. And yet, I am completely fascinated by the story coming out today out of Louisiana State University's football program. Yesterday, after carefully conducting an audit audit of the LSU financial offices, the Louisiana State Legislature announced that somehow the university overpaid their head football coach, Brian Kelly, by as much as $1 million. That's $1 million over what he was scheduled to make in his first year of a 10-year, $100 million contract. 
The state recognized the mistake and has vowed to seek steps to correct it. In fact, they fully expect to have the situation resolved by the end of the fiscal year. Now, if I were a tax-paying resident living in the state of Louisiana, I'm sure that I would be somewhat bothered by this oversight. On the other hand, LSU did crush Purdue in the Citrus Bowl by a score of 63-7, to so it's hard to say that it was a total waste of money. But this brings up a larger question, and no, it is not how did something like this happen. The real question is, how come something like this couldn't happen to me? I would be delighted to accidentally get overpaid by my employer. And while the person in charge of payroll is a delightfully capable woman, it would not be I would not be critical of her in the least. I mean, who am I to question somebody else's math skills? Certainly, I couldn't be trusted to identify those mistakes myself. I mean, if I were suddenly given far more than I was contractually obligated to receive, I would keep my mouth shut and go about my day. Certainly not my job to second-guess the payroll lady, nor would I ever dream of doing so, because I respect her far too much. But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Ah, home sweet home. Filthy, cluttered, garbage everywhere. Get rid of it. Go to Rocky's. Cleaning supplies are on sale now, including trash bags, trash cans, storage totes. Even shelving is on sale. You'll clean up and clean up nice with Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-11 in ACDC with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, rainy this morning, then clearing by this afternoon with a high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 39. It is 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Um, yeah, here's uh, something going right going on right in our backyard. You know, it's interesting that uh, you know last week we were talking about, like, Minichog making national news because they couldn't turn their lights on for a year and a half. Well... Um, I, as I said, every town takes its turn around here. Yeah. So you go from, uh, one, uh, you know, high scale, classy town like Wilbraham. And next thing you know, you turn your sights all the way down the road to Longmeadow. Right. Right here in Longmeadow. Uh, a Massachusetts preschool teacher was fired from her job this week after the superintendent received photos showing her allegedly creating content for her OnlyFans account in a school bathroom. A representative from the viral Twitter account Libs of TikTok contacted Wolf Swamp Road School in Longmeadow, notifying them that a preschool teacher named Brenna Percy appeared to have filmed adult content for her OnlyFans while on school grounds. Libs of TikTok, whose goal is to expose far-left ideologues in America's classrooms with reposted content, provided the school with photos from an OnlyFans account which reportedly belongs to Percy after receiving a tip about the teacher's alleged side hustle. In one photo, Percy appears to have posted a photograph of herself in a school bathroom with her chest exposed alongside the caption, Naughty at work. Yes. All right. Is it wrong? Uh, my jaw is on my desk, the secretary reportedly told uh, Libs of TikTok when they contacted them with information. The school superintendent told Libs of TikTok in a follow-up call that Percy no longer works for Longmeadow Public Schools. She has since been removed from the Wolfsomp Road School staff member section on their website. Now, uh... <clears throat> Yesterday, I was on the air saying that I'm a big fan of public education, and doggone it. Yeah. I, st- I still hold true to that uh, that belief system. 
trying to imagine any of my teachers in high school in this situation, and I just can't. I, uh, I, I simply just can't. A couple lunch ladies, maybe, but uh, the, the teachers, uh, no. There was a couple. Yeah? There was a couple throughout my uh, my career that uh, all the boys went nuts over. Mm-hmm. Because you got to remember, you're 17, and they uh, replaced that old ragged English teacher with the brand new one <laughs> who's only 22. Yeah, right. So you're not that far off in age. Mm-hmm. And then you, you put that into a classroom full of boys with hormones. Yes. Uh, you know, it creates a little bit of a distraction. Yes. Sometimes. No, I understand that. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's sometimes what happens. I'm not saying that uh, you know, that I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't have teachers in high school that I didn't think about. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that uh, I just can't imagine them doing this. On the other hand, I can't imagine anybody... Uh, creating adult okay. content that I know on on OnlyFans, and in fact, it, it, to the best of my knowledge, I don't know anybody who is creating content on OnlyFans. But if you are, uh, you can email me at uh, backs at rock one hundred two dot com. I would love to uh, review and and uh, and maybe just you know get a sense of what kind of work you're doing. <clears throat> well, because uh, this- I I don't really know anybody who's doing it. They, uh, the libs of TikTok tweeted about its up, about the update on its Twitter page late Wednesday. Uh, breaking, I have a lot of problem with people on Twitter using the term breaking mm-hmm. when it's not really breaking anything. Right. You're just providing more information. Massachusetts preschool teacher no longer works for Longmeadow Public Schools after uh, they contacted the school earlier this week about the teacher making you know, OnlyFans content on school grounds. The story comes less than three months after an Arizona middle school science teacher was forced to resign when her students stumbled across her pornographic OnlyFans videos. The Lake Havasso City Police Department said it received an anonymous tip about a Thunderbolt teacher engaging in pornography and some of the images depicted her in a classroom-type setting. Police said in a statement that the images were presumably taken on school property, prompting an investigation into when any of the laws were broken. They'll riddle me this. Yeah. Uh, in this situation, I mean, like, well, the, and that, uh, the second uh, scenario, I mean, yeah, yeah, I would imagine a school system would not be happy if a teacher were, you know, posting OnlyFans, uh, content, but the fact that she was taking pictures and video on school grounds mm-hmm. without doubt is, you know, cause for termination. You're on school grounds. I mean, the, the time to be. You know, flashing your breasts in front of your cell phone really is on your own time. And even then, you know, are you doing something that, uh, you know, in in some way damages the reputation of your employer? I, uh, well, yeah. If I did peekaboo shots on my own time and put them on on OnlyFans, do you think I'd get uh, canned from this place? No. No, they probably wouldn't can you. Suppose like you know, like real graphic stuff, like you know, like the stuff uh, uh, like that's normally produced in Germany. You're not the kind of person that uh, would be on. <laughs> I'm just processing that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I was yeah, hoping you would. Yeah, that's why um, I planted that seed you right did. in your head. You did a very good job. Yeah, no problem. Um, uh, you, you make me lose my point every time <laughs> you do that. When you throw me off with like one of those little one line, I I kind of don't have a problem with this because she's in a bathroom but she's on school ground so what 
How do you know what anybody else does in the bathroom while you're not there? Because okay, you don't if, know what's going on. But every employer has got rules that you are supposed to follow. Like, for well, example, that, we can't bring booze or guns that, into the building. That's neither here nor there. She violated the policy. She got fired. That's pretty much, you know, the end of that. Yeah. Obviously, you can't do that. But technically, is it really that wrong? <sighs> Morally, is it wrong? She is a paraprofessional. Yeah. At a, uh, in a school in the most affluent town around these parts. Uh-huh. I would imagine that uh, most people who are sending their kids to Wolf Swamp School to find out that a uh, para is uh, exposing her bosoms mm-hmm. uh, for the purpose of OnlyFans videos in the building that they're paying taxes to uphold, I'm going to guess that, that that's a real problem for a lot of people. But, but my point is you don't know what's going on in the bathrooms. You don't know what's going on here in the bathroom. No, but I've I mean, had my but suspicions any, before about like, certain people. Listen, but, uh, there's some terrible yeah. things going on in those bathrooms. Right. But I'm, you know, but anybody could have just, you know, walked in there, you know, burst of the door open. And, I don't and, think so. And, I don't think she would have done that. I, I, I really, do, I think this is a locked bathroom. Oh yeah, because clearly she's on the up and up. Well, but, but again, you're doing this in a space. You're not. The school isn't being recognized by the photo. No. What about a person who goes out and smokes a cigarette for a break? What they do with that five, ten minutes is their own business. What you do in the bathroom is your own business. Except this is a little bit beyond the scope of their professional life. This is a little bit beyond that. I would say uh, that uh, the school is justified in saying... It's time for you to go. In a situation like this. In a like situation this. like this Listen, because it's been exposed. But it, if you found out about a coworker, let's say you were a teacher. Yeah. And you found out that your coworker was taking these shots, mm-hmm. putting it on OnlyFans, yeah. making a ton of money. Yeah. Are you going to turn your coworker in? Some would. Would you? Would I? Yeah. No, because I'm a you know. Right. I, I, it's I, none of your damn business. It's none of my damn business, exactly. And you know, I, I'm a I'm a live and let live type of person, Steve. That's that's always been my credo. But on the other hand, you know, I tend to follow all the rules of our employee handbook. I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't drink booze. I don't yeah. uh, do uh, recreational drugs inside this building. Outside this building, I mean, I'm a please. I tell I'm a, I'm a train wreck, but. Inside the building, I'm all business. Yeah. I'm all business. I don't. I, I'm so professional, it actually hurts me. Um, again, I'm looking at this photo. I really need to look at this photo again, just to make sure. You know what I need to do? I, I don't th- think she's violating any policy. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, you know, again, I don't know what else she has uh, done on OnlyFans. And, uh, you know, I'm obviously going to have to spend some time uh, sifting through her work to find out you know, for sure, how much she's violating uh, <clears throat> Well, it, you know, school policy. They're saying that, that that Arizona teacher, the one that got, you know, in trouble for that, yeah. is, she's no longer allowed on OnlyFans. So not only do you get lose your job, but you're not – because you violated the OnlyFans policy by taking photos in a public place where it says you're not oh, allowed to do that. I didn't that. realize they had so many rules on OnlyFans. Well, they like to protect the people. I see. But no, uh, no kids were being exposed to this. 
The only reason she doesn't have a job is because now it's made the news. And you have to take no, care of that. No, I mean, that's that's not helping. I mean, it, the only reason she doesn't have a job is because she was probably, because doing it on school grounds is a violation of her employment. Can you imagine uh, maybe you're one of the dads that goes in there and you have to give a double take because you're like, wait a second, did I just see you on, were you on? Do you imagine all the, uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> the parent-teacher conferences that are overbooked as a result of her? Being in school, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Every, like every dad in town is like, yeah, I, I, we got to schedule a meeting with this. Uh, yes, this para teacher's assistant, because the paras are always the important ones yeah, to I mean, talk to. Yeah, meanwhile, the, the, the teacher's school. sitting there, and no one said it, knowing it's sitting at his or her desk. But this uh, this yeah. uh, this para who's shown her her breasts in the bathroom, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's who everybody wants to talk to. What are you staring at? Nothing. I'm not staring at anything. Staring? I'm just looking. I'm just interested in my ed- yeah. the education of my child. Yes, let's talk about my son's discipline. He's been a naughty little boy, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it's eight twenty three with Bax and Nagel on Rock One O Two. Rock One O Two Springfield's classic rock. It's eight twenty nine, and John Mellencamp on Rock One O Two. Uh, going to be uh, rainy this morning, then clearing by this afternoon with a high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 39. It is 38 right now in downtown Springfield. It is a Thunderbird Thursday. A little bit later on this hour, we're going to give you a chance to win a four-pack of tickets for Saturday's game at the Mass Mutual Center with uh, against the Belleville Senators. Uh, it's going to be a powerful uh, head-to-head matchup, and so you'll get a chance to win a little bit later on today. All right. Sounds okay. like a plan. You know, I'm uh, wondering if this uh, Brenna Percy from uh, Longmeadow. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if, like, she'll get, like, an offer from the Magic Lantern, like, uh, you know, that cop down in Tennessee <laughs> got an offer for. Yeah, hey, maybe. you lost your job, but, hey, you can come work here. It's amateur night. You know, maybe if she got paid, like, a, you know, a, a livable wage, she wouldn't have to go on OnlyFans. I mean, that's you know, uh, something to consider. And that was one of the things that I was thinking about here you know with the cost of living anywhere mm-hmm. and with you know how can you really blame somebody for having a side hustle to make you some extra money and and, and it almost seems like people who are just jealous of other people making money want to stop that from happening so you had this national uh libs of tiktok company right uh, go and search this out and then uh, notify the school some of these people on OnlyFans are making serious cash. Well, no kidding. That's what that's what I'm saying. Remember, we said we were going to do that, and then we said, uh, members, we said we're going to do it. We're not going to not do it, and we still haven't done it. Yet. Yeah, I know we haven't done it at all. And I'm all ready for the uh, little peekaboo shots that I was, uh, you know, ready to take. But uh, yeah, I'm going to po- I'm going to post a picture in the bathroom upstairs, going naughty at work. Yeah, and it's you- just going to be a picture of me not washing my hands. Yeah, you better clear that with the boss. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, that is dirty. Ooh, dirty oh, look boy. At a, look, look at, at f- him. Look, look at dirt under his fingernails and everything. Look at him. He's not cleaning up. Ooh, yeah. ooh, you're not going to use hand sandy either, ooh, are you? You're a dirty ooh, boy, Steve yeah, Nagel. A dirty, are. dirty yes, boy. We got news next to Rock 102. 835 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all electric. Ionic 5 for 28 days and includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A portion of Route 75 is closed from Agawam over the state line into Suffield due to flooding. According to Agawam Police, the closure begins at the intersection of Route 75, uh, also known as Suffield Street, 
and Shoemaker Lane and continues over the Connecticut state line. Stuff of police have closed the roadway from Hickory Street to the Mass Line. Drivers are being advised uh, to use Route 159. But when you get over into Connecticut, there's nothing there. No, there's, there's things there. Yeah, but uh, you don't block the road, or is it you have to let the Connecticut police do that, the Suffield police do that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, like probably. Well, what about here? Well, your your uh, your your little police uh, horse barricade horse thing, it's sitting on our side of the state. It's not on the mass side. Well, I'm not moving it. Well, does well, I'm it, not moving it either. Does Massachusetts get its own road horse, and Connecticut gets their own? So they never like they you know they never intersect. Yeah, but I'm just saying like you know what if uh, what if uh, the Agawam cop uh, puts that little horse just a tad over the state line. <laughs> and then uh, that's what I'm saying. It's causing then all he, kinds of then problems. He is beyond his jurisdiction. The thing I never understood, like, uh, you know, when they say, like, the mountain road is closed in East Hampton. Mm-hmm. Is it only East Hampton that it's closed in? Or is it open on the other side? On the Holyoke side. Yeah. Good question. I never understood how they did that. And can you go halfway up before it turns into East Hampton? Uh, and then you have to turn around to go all the way back and then around the mountain. Yeah, I'm not sure what they mean by this road is closed. Yeah, it's so confusing. It's probably open. It, they just don't want you driving on it because it's probably got treacherous conditions. You know what's interesting? I've gone through the last 20-some-odd years not really caring enough to ask that question. Well, don't you care now? Well, now I do. Now that you brought it to my attention, it never even occurred to me that you know it, it, it's, it's only half the street. They uh, They made a Facebook page for it. You're supposed to be able to go to the Facebook page and see if it's on or off. But it's like, you know, that's like one of those things where you get this page going and then you forget about it for a while because nobody yeah. really made a stink about it. So is it updated or is it not? It's kind of like that uh, that Facebook page, Brian Lapis is a pompous jackass. That was that was uh, on fire for a while and then it seemed to kind of like uh, fizzle out. Yeah, it did kind of It's like, you know, out. suddenly we just, you know, just... We've just accepted the fact that Brian is what he is. I don't find him to be a pompous jackass. I'm actually doing. At least a, not pompous. I'm doing a video with him soon. For what? For that uh, UMass 5K. The dash and dine. Oh, really? Yeah. He's yeah. finally going to do something with we're, us. We're doing. No, 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 no. This is just me on my just own you. accord uh, with Brian Lapis, uh, set up by the people at UMass. You and, like uh, moonlighting all of a sudden? Uh, is this like your your version of OnlyFans? No, it's it's actually called uh, public service because I'm donating my time, and uh, you know it's it's good for the radio station. Really, we're involved in the community. To be rubbing elbows with Brian Lapis. That's Listen, good for the rest of us. It's all in the name to raise money for the Amherst Survival Center. All right, all right. How could okay. you how could right. you turn your head at that? All right. You, you got me. Uh, crews were working to put out a fire at a high-rise in downtown Springfield uh, yesterday morning. Springfield Captain Drew Pimonti said the fire was located at 17 Sab, Sab Court on the ninth floor in the kitchen. It has since been put out. No injuries were reported, and a dog was rescued. Mutual aid was called in to assist. The arson and bomb squad determined that the cause of the fire was an unattended pot that was left on the stove that was used for melting wax. They're making candles in their house? Well, or it's uh, it's one of those things. They sell them at, they're like pods. You put them in the uh, pot and yeah, then the thing yeah, yeah. is supposed to melt and it's supposed to give it's you supposed a scent. To, yeah, it's supposed to make the house, uh, the place smell good? It's supposed to be a lot safer than using a candle. 
which apparently it is not. Well, the thing is, if you if you have like a lot of things around it that are potentially flammable, yeah, uh, you know, like accelerants or you know certain glues or yeah, you know, whatever, yeah, all of a sudden, you know, you smelling like a, your apartment smelling like a, like a Macintosh apple could easily turn into a burnt pie. That's what you want to avoid. Yeah, when you're doing no these. burnt pies on Sob Court. Millennials on Twitter. Have By the been... way, I'm looking at the street view of Sob Court. Yeah, and there's a parking lot right outside these buildings. Yeah, not a single Sob in the parking lot. You don't know that. I'm looking at all these all these cars in the parking lot. You can tell what a Sob is from a satellite photo. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing like a you know a couple of Fords, a few Chevys, a couple of minivans, not a single Sob. I mean, a Volvo. A Volvo. I don't. I don't see almost hardly see any European vehicles at all. Uh, millennials on Twitter have been talking about things that boomers love saying, and well, they aren't wrong. Here's some highlights. You ready? Yes. I'm videoing this. <laughs> right. Okay. You don't video anything. Yeah. You're I'm videoing. Uh, just nuke it when you're telling somebody to warm something up in the microwave. My my dad used to say that. Nuke it. I still kind of say that. Do you really? Yeah, I kind of do. Uh, phone tag. I We're playing I... a game of phone tag here. Call me back. That sounds so 1998 to me. Sit here. I won't bite. Uh, no, I've never said that because, you know, you know, when push comes to shove, I actually might. <laughs> That's the million-dollar question. I've, I know people who say yeah, I know. Like I don't, that. I don't can't respect that. Calling it the COVID. It's like it's like I've heard old people go. I've got the cancer. Yeah, I, yeah. I got the sugar. Yeah, the the sugar. <laughs> I don't have the diabetes. Uh, I've got the sugar. Calling it pot instead of weed. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know. That's that. That's really too generational. Let's see if this works when handing over a credit card. <laughs> I see people doing this stuff. <laughs> Well, let's see if this one's got anything left on it. <laughs> uh, so what's the damage after giving a bill at a restaurant? Uh, we've done that. Uh, well, I guess it's free when an item they want to buy isn't ringing up. You know, I used to think that was such a funny line, and I would use it all the time, and then I yeah. realized it's so annoying because it happens all the time. Everybody uses Everybody it. Everybody does. Yeah. All my best lines have been taken. In all my years. That's another one. Yeah, I do that too. Uh, pronouncing all the L's in the word tortilla. I never do that. Tortilla. I never say tortilla you know? or I'll have the quesadilla. I'll never do that. Referring to the quote landline. <laughs> there really is no landline anymore. Not I mean, really. I, I mean, I mean, there there is, well, but Ver- not really. Verizon still has, I think, the old telephone, but most of that stuff is digital now. There really isn't. It's all digitally. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you get it from the cable company, it's it's all digital. That's not like a hard landline. That's why they call it digital voice? I mean, it might be plugged into something. Yeah. But, but it's still a digital signal. Uh, saying not that there's anything wrong with that when finding out someone is gay. Well, that just makes sense. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to, you don't want to offend. And then uh, and then they interviewed the boomers. About the annoying things that the millennials love saying. Yeah. Uh, ditto. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, so I did a thing, and that thing is something like they bought a desk. Uh, cuteness <laughs> overload. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, 
I was today years old when I learned. Yeah, well, I said that when I found out that the capital of Pennsylvania was Harrisburg. Well, my 43 yeah, but, but, years on this earth, I never knew that Harrisburg was the capital of Pennsylvania. But in you saying it, you know, you're using that as an ironic device. Yes. To show how disconnected you are I said to I was that generation. today years old when yes. I learned out that uh, Harrisburg was the capital of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's usually something silly, like, I was today years old when I realized that someone says, hold your horses, they're telling me to be stable. Oh, is that really true? Well, yeah. Uh, or, I was today years old when I realized Turkey was a country. I didn't realize you couldn't not know that. But are you Hungary for Turkey? Hmm? <laughs> That's a good hmm. question. Uh, wait. That's before every random revelation. Wait. They say wait. Okay. Uh, saying how people win things, like win the internet or win TikTok. I've never heard anybody say that. Uh, yeah, no, I have heard that, that it's uh, every bit as annoying as you would imagine it would be. Booty. Booty? Yeah. As in, like, booty call or, or just pirate's word, booty? Or just the word booty. Just the word booty, like I've got an itch on my booty. You must be fun at parties. <sighs> saying right every 10 words when explaining something. Right? Right. 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 Uh mood. I don't what does that mean? That's this is the word. Just, just the mood? Yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah. I've heard people use that a lot. That's 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 true. Saying and go when they're asked for recommendations on anything. Or <laughs> adulting. That's another common term used. Yeah. And uh, finally, saying, I'm sorry, but followed by something completely normal, like, I'm sorry, but why is this pizza so freaking delicious? You don't need to apologize for delicious food uh, or anything like that. You know, it just uh, it just goes to show you that, uh, you know, the generational gap between mm -hmm. one to the other. Yeah. You know, the same thing that we had with our parents, just a pact of life. At some point, the millennials get annoyed by their own kids. Is it, Just you wait. Have you found it weird? Yes. Like, I find it weird that I am now the age of my parents, that my parents were when I was the same age as my kids are now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it just kind of hits you going, wow, this is what they were living like. Like, this, was, this is the point in life that they were at. I remember when my parents were still in their 20s, and now they're old people. And I remember my grandparents when they were about my age, and they seemed so damn old back yeah. then. Whereas now, I, you know, I mean, okay, I'm, I'll be 57 this year, but I feel as young as a, as a, as the, as yeah. the newly sprung spring. Well, I mean, you know, uh, my parents were always older. Like the, my mom was like 36 when she had me, and my dad was close to 40. Yeah. So there was. I always just assumed every parent was that, you know, like just old like that. Yeah. And then now, like in my own realm, I'm like, wait a minute, you're like 45 and you're a grandma? <laughs> like that, it's just, it's, it's not that it's unusual. It's, or it, it isn't unusual, but it is unusual to a person like me who didn't like have that experience with people who were that age. I'm at the point now where, you know, I, I find it really amazing. That I can have memories that are 50 years old or better. Yeah. 
Like, like, how is that possible that I remember you're, stuff from 50 years ago? You're getting old, Bex. I am getting old. I'm, I mean, already old. I'm not getting old. I mean, I'm getting older, but, you know, I'm at the point now where, you know, 55 used to be considered senior citizen. I used to be. You know, it, it, at 55, you could get a 10% discount on a cup of coffee. Yeah. Which I wonder if I still can. You probably could. I got to look at 55 and older discounts. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast, uh, rainy early, then clearing by this afternoon with a high of 44. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 39. It is 39 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Is your New Year's... Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's just about uh, 8.54. And Tom Petty with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, rainy this morning and then clearing with a high of 43. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 39. It is 38 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, tomorrow on the show, a very good possibility of an open line Friday. Oh, a big open line Friday. Yeah, I'm almost sure that you'll hear an open line Friday tomorrow, and you'll be able to participate in it. Uh, and uh, hopefully uh, think in, a, in advance about the kinds of things that you might want to say, as opposed to some people who in the last couple of weeks have said some pretty stupid, stupid things. I don't remember. Stupid. I try, I try to just block out the bad things. No, I understand. Just move forward. want to remember things. the good things. Yes. That, that, makes sense. that makes sense to me. Hey, uh, today happens to be Thunderbird Thursday, Steve. Are you tough? enough thunderbird oh, the yeah. fabulous thunderbirds. fabulous thunderbirds yeah how come we don't play that every time we do this contest if you give me a second i could get it i don't think you will yeah how much time are you giving me uh 10 seconds uh, 10, okay nine eight seven okay six uh hold on five hold on four why, why so three okay. there you go there you go Anyway, the uh, it is Thunderbird Thursday, and we happen to have a four-pack of tickets for Saturday's game against Belleville. We'll not only uh, set you up with four tickets on the ice, four hats, four koozies. Walk ten miles on my hands and knees. Ain't no doubt about it, baby. It's you I aim to please. I'd wrestle with a lion and end up with a bear. It's my life, baby, but I Phones are ringing off. Ain't that tough enough? Oh, you're tough enough. Ain't that tough enough? Believe me, he became the lead singer of Pearl Jam. Oh, anyway, uh, yeah, and also you get the uh, the mini uh, Eastern Conference Championship banner along with all that other stuff. Tenth caller right now at 293 1021. Yeah. Thunderbird Thursday. Anyway, seven days a week. Just so I love you in the noon. I love you in the night. Take it to the moon. Ain't that tough enough? Meow, meow, meow. Ain't that tough enough? had enough? Yeah, I'm going to go get the winner. All right, very good. 856 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.